Hey, hi, hello, how are you, and welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am your host, Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. And I'm James. And this week I'm handing over to Kat as it is her turn to report, and she is reporting on... Persona from 1966. Um, So it's a Swedish, it's in Swedish, Yes. he didn't know already... Um, Not like I helped you to do the closed <laughs> captions for it. <laughs> I did love that. Like, Subtitles are not my friend. <laughs> so I made sure to include... I think that's what happened with the movie we were originally going to watch last week. Yeah. I think I didn't copy the subtitle file across. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah. That's yeah, okay. This we'll week I made sure time. it was there. That's good. Well, it means we will have the subtitles yes. for that one as well, hopefully. Yes. Now I know how to work that. So yeah. Yeah. Flick them on. So, yeah. Persona is a Swedish psychological drama um, written and directed by Ingmar Bergman, who we will know from Last Wild time. Strawberries. Yeah, was that? The other Swedish movie. No, Which he one? did it. Was it? Yep. Because oh, yeah, she gave us too. the whole yeah. cinema history of Swedish That's right, film. and your dad liked that or something. Or your dad had a complaint about that. I think his was to do with Ingrid Bergman, which is an actress who's... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But also, hi, hi, James's dad. Oh, don't worry. In, you know how the other <laughs> week we had the the segment between uh, yeah for for comments. I've got yeah. a comment from dad to yes. tell you about later. Yes, excited <laughs> about the um Birdman so episode. Yes. Don't worry, you weren't in it, cat. So you okay. can't be critical. <laughs> I can't be critical. <laughs> That's a call forward to later on. <laughs> um, so it follows a young nurse, Alma, and her patient, Elizabeth a stage actress who has stopped talking. They move to a cottage on an island where Alma cares for Elizabeth and confides in her and begins having trouble distinguishing herself from her patient. Can I just comment on that? Yeah. Why did they have to go to a weird cottage? Because they were prescribed by the doctor to go to the sea to help her health. Like, like, Sweden's got some sick health care. It's like, yeah, we just have this cottage here. Go go chill in there for In like the 60s too. It's like, oh, we're prescribing you seaside living. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, okay. Maybe we should all move to Sweden. And this, this, you know, this sister, like nurse, like nun, nurse, whatever, she's going to come and live with you and look after you. And it's like, huh, wow, (laughs) that's health (laughs) care. Definitely a nurse, not a nun. Well, she was sister, so I thought maybe it was like a religious hospital. Was she? she wasn't sister. Yeah, that's sister what it should start. Yeah, oh. sister Alma. So I assumed it was like a religiously run hospital oh, and that maybe. she was a nun slash nurse. Who knows? Um, unless, I don't know. This were, unless it's a translation thing, I don't know. I'm going to try and look it up. Yeah. Well, look up this as well because at the time the movie grossed US $250,000. It's not much. What year is this movie from? 1966. So, a bit on the casting. Hot. Hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you saying the casting's hot? <laughs> uh, two million today. Oh. oh. That's all right. For yeah. a Swedish That, that was film. what it grossed? Yeah. Do you have a budget at all? I don't. Ah, I'm going to look that up too. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, for like an arty Swedish film, that's kind yeah. of... Yeah. But that being said, Ingmar Bergman and like the two lead actresses were quite well known. Yeah. Um. So, anyway... The movie stars Bibi Anderson as Alma and Liv Ullman as Elizabeth. Bergman had planned to cast Anderson and Ullman in The Cannibals, a large project he abandoned after becoming ill, but he still hoped to pair them in a project. So Bergman wrote Persona, 
with Ullman and Anderson in mind for the lead roles and the idea of exploring their identities. He said that an image of the two women formed in his mind in the hospital, he found an, quote, uncanny resemblance between the actresses in photographs of them sunbathing. Not creepy at all. <laughs> no, no, no. no um, <laughs> the, the budget was also $250,000, so it broke even. Apparently. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the uncanny resemblance inspired the beginning of uh, Bergman's story, a vision of two women, quote, wearing big hats and laying their hands alongside each other. Ullman said that she began um, to be cast in Bergman's films, beginning with the mute character Elizabeth. It was, quote, because my face could say what he wanted to say. That made me the one he wanted to work with because it was my face and also I understand what he was writing. Um, And that brief um, narration. Whereabouts? um, I think it's when they're going to the island. Yeah, yeah, there is a little narration between the hospital and that. That's Bergman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Also, they don't look that similar. No. <laughs> in one shot they do. Yeah, when the, when he's yeah. really trying to make them look similar, yeah. they look similar. Yeah. But like considering it was inspired from seeing them and the similarities, it's yeah. surprising to me. Yeah. Maybe if they had the same hairstyle. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, the, the hairstyles are very quite, different. Yeah, very different. Um, so I'm just going to read through the plot from our good friend Wikipedia. <laughs> Shout out to Wikipedia. Um, shout out to Wikipedia, unofficial sponsor. That's um, what you think. <laughs> so a projector begins screening a series of images, including a crucifixion, a spider, um, and the killing of a lamb. And a boy wakes up in either a hospital or a morgue. He sees a large screen with a blurry image of two women. One of the women may be Alma, um, a young nurse assigned by a doctor to care for Elizabeth. Elizabeth Vogler. Her name is written as Elizabeth, isn't it? It's, or is it? No, there's oh, okay. no H on the end. Ah, okay. So I thought it was like just a Swedish pronunciation thing. Okay. I guess it would translate to Elizabeth in, I yeah, don't know, no, fair enough. American English. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Elizabeth is a stage actress who has suddenly stopped speaking and moving, which the doctors have determined is the result of willpower rather than physical or mental illness. In the hospital, Elizabeth is distressed by television images of a man's self-immolation during the Vietnam War. Alma reads her a letter from her husband that contains a photo of their son and the actress tears the photograph up. The doctor speculates that Elizabeth may recover better in a cottage by the sea and sends her there with Alma. I'm sorry, I, still, so <laughs> I still just think, think it's hilarious. Like, here, oh, you, you're not willing to talk. Have a cottage by the sea. This and is all sh- government subsidised. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking wild, man. <laughs> Maybe so I should stop talking and, like, go, in quotation marks, insane, like, not insane, but have some, and then I get, like, looked after in a cottage by the sea. I think you would struggle to not talk oh, yeah, for, for a long time. <laughs> like, anyone would, but you especially. <laughs> Imagine this podcast if I didn't talk. It would, your Every fourth would week be very would be weird. very weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, like three minutes of Katnick and I going like, yeah, it's an all right movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone read my notes, I sold them up. <laughs> um, so at the cottage, Alma tells Elizabeth that no one has ever really listened to her before. 
She talks she about her. Talking. What? Talking. She Alma talk- does. Yeah. Can I continue? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. She talks about her fiancé. This is Alma, not Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, and her first affair. She <gasps> tells the story of while she was already in a relationship with her fiancé, she sunbathed in the nude with another woman um, she just met. And, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want to read out the rest of this? Go on. It's go on. No. Would you like me to, me to no, say what it I is? I think Kat should continue reading. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Have a teaspoon of concrete and read the rest of the sentence. <laughs> I was surprised this was on Wikipedia and no one had written it in a more subtle know, way. Family friendly way. <laughs> We're not family friendly. Go on. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it says. I don't even yeah. know what it says, but just say it. Like. So they're sunbathing on a beach and two young boys appeared and the other woman initiates an orgy. Um, and Alma becomes pregnant and had an abortion and just continues to feel guilty. So this was the point in the movie where I said to you guys, I knew this was going to be weird, but this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> when she's just, Alma talking about this to a mute, it's, it's just so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and just like I was uncomfortable in this movie before yeah, this point. And this then was what tipped it over for I was me. just like, what the fuck's going on right now? <laughs> it's just... It's weird. So fucking weird. I went, I went from being bored, like she's just talking about all the details of like this beach and everything. Like, oh, oh, we're wearing straw yeah. hats and blue ribbons. I'm like, I don't care. And then, oh, they're having an orgy, right? Yeah, um, it was just like. Oh, and I don't, and I don't know, and don't want to know what young boys, yeah, young means. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> At least age enough to uh Yeah. 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 But like, so it was kind of just like they... you know, you're reading subtitles, and it's just like, oh. oh Okay. Yep. So it's the 60s and there's no phones. They're writing letters. And Alma drives to town to mail their lettuce, lettuces? Lettuce, <laughs> letters. Lettuces. 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 And notices that Elizabeth's is not sealed. She reads it um, and the letter says that Elizabeth is studying Alma and mentions the orgy and the abortion. Uh, furious, Alma accuses Elizabeth of using her for some purpose. In the resulting fight, she threatens to scold Elizabeth with boiling water and stops when Elizabeth begs her not to. So this is the point That's where like she actually words. speaks. And says she like, does speak earlier, doesn't she? In when um when Alma's like at the table, like about to fall asleep, and you hear like unless I think that's in her head. Okay. I don't think that's her actually speaking. I okay. think it's in Alma's head. Yeah, I wasn't I just, sure. I, don't know. I noticed that and I rewound it and I was like, I think it's meant to just be her, like, either projecting onto yeah, Elizabeth or just imagining, or imagining what she yeah, thinks exactly. the response would be. But you exactly. hear, but the, yeah, you hear it's, it like... Because then she turns around and says pretty much the exact same thing as yeah, what It's Elizabeth's. too arty to kind of get a definitive... Yeah, 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 true. And they, of course, they have it... From behind yeah. Elizabeth, so you don't see her lips move yeah. at all or anything. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's like, is she, is, are or you is this hallucinating or are you, did that actually happen or is it in your, yeah. Which is, which is something that happens a few times in this movie where I'm like, is this real? Is this meant to be literally what's happening? Yeah. Um, so. We'll <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first time Alma is certain the actress has spoken since they met, though she saw, thought Elizabeth. Previously whispered to her when Alma was half asleep. So, hey. 
Um, Alma tells her that she knows Elizabeth is a terrible person when Elizabeth <laughs> runs off. Alma chases her and begs for forgiveness. Do you want to follow that laugh up? No, it's just funny. It's just like... <laughs> She knows she's a terrible person. It's like, what a thing to say to yeah. someone. It's like, like, I don't I think know you're, you're horrible. I don't think you're a great person either, Alma. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, can we just rewind a bit and touch on, like, how did we, like, how she became a, you know, mute? It's by sheer will, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, she was just, like, in the middle of a stage performance. And started hysterically talking. laughing. Oh, yeah. And then never made another noise. And this is like, mm. I'm sorry. What the fuck happened in your brain? That's strange. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? And then not to be diagnosed insane. It's like, oh, she's perfectly sane. It's like, no, she's not. There's definitely some sort of like mental that's, illness. You there. can't. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the fact 60s, that she's, but like, you can't classify that as being sane. The fact that she's willing, willingly doing it doesn't mean it's a say. It's a thing someone yeah. of sound mind does. Yeah. yeah. It's like she can still be like she's had a breakdown here. Yeah, guys, exactly. At the very least, she has stopped talking. After yeah. manic laughter, like something's gone something's wrong there. Like, it's like the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, I was, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's very, very strange. So, yeah, Elizabeth runs off. Alma chases her and begs for, for her forgiveness. Later, Elizabeth looks at the famous photograph of Jews arrested in the Warsaw Ghetto from the Stroop Report. Did, um... What did this mean? I'm not... I don't know. I looked up afterwards. This is the only extra thing I looked at. I was like, what was this photo? And apparently it's one of the most famous Holocaust photos of yeah. the boy with his, like, being aimed, aimed, having a gun aimed at him. But I didn't understand the meaning in context of the film. Well, I don't know if it's just, like... It's really weird. Ch- like, children in general, like, you know, and the loss of innocence and... Loss I don't of know, innocence I'm seems just, about but right like, for the it's movie. It's kind of, you know, it's very 20-something years... Like later, so it's like, why is this, like, yeah, like, you know, like, the, what's the plot sort of relevance to including like and that exact it, image it, for that exact? It comes back to what you. It comes back to what you said before, Jacob. This is a very arty. Film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kind of things that is there because of there, and there's like, like random interjections of random images and stuff. Yeah. Like halfway through, and it has this weird projection, like sort of yeah, fake projection like, malfunction. Start at the end I was just like, yeah. what the, oh, yeah, the fuck is this? The weird line covering up half yeah. the screen. Yeah. I made a cool effect it. for 1966 and it done like. It was like halfway along the screen, like this this vertical line that was like doing this for about five seconds or so. I you think. guys are cool like as if like the film's gone wrong and then it like, and then it just goes to the next scene. Yeah, I know. I watched the movie. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you guys are just looking at me like I don't know. I thought that's what you said, my bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was interesting. I just, I don't... But, yeah. Anyway, I'll get to my opinions on it. Um, so one night, Alma hears a man outside calling for Elizabeth, um, and it's Elizabeth's husband. He calls Alma Elizabeth, and though the nurse tells him he is mistaken, they have sex. Um, I, I don't know why I'm so <laughs> you struggled to, to get this that out, right now. <laughs> it, oh, that gosh. was a really weird scene too. That yes, was it was very strange. And that's another one where, when you see Elizabeth like right over her shoulder, I'm wondering like, is are they both actually there? Is this just Alma or yeah, what's yeah. going on? Um, because you think if she wanted to stop them, that she just you know, yeah, hit, like hit him on the shoulder or something, or be it's like, like um. I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> Hello. 
Um, so Alma meets with Elizabeth to talk about why Elizabeth tore up the photo of her son. Um, Alma tells much of Elizabeth's story that she wanted the only thing she did not have, motherhood, and became pregnant. Regretting her decision, Elizabeth attempted a failed self-induced abortion and gave birth to a boy whom she despises. But her son craves her love. I'm not crazy, am I? This scene happened twice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, Um, she tells that whole story over, like, three minutes twice in a row, basically. Yeah, so basically, when they were filming this, they had two cameras set up to film each actress, obviously. And then Bergman was like, I like both of your reactions equally, Uh so I'm going to put them both in the movie. So that's why you get Elizabeth first, just, like, a full, complete shot of her reacting to the entire story, and then you get... Alma, Alma retelling this it. story and you're seeing her. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird, though. <laughs> very weird. Very, very weird. Um, so Alma ends the story in distress, asserting her identity and denying that she is Elizabeth. She later coaxes Elizabeth to say the word nothing and leaves the cottage as a crew films her. And that's the end of the movie. And that's it. Um... That was I, and I didn't. I didn't understand either of those last two. I mean, saying the word "nothing" is like to do with the fact that she's saying nothing. Yeah. But like, I, and the film. Well, the film crew. What the, uh, I am don't I dumb? Know. <laughs> I, I mean, this movie is so weird. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'm confused. I might do. Um, I'll talk Fun a bit facts about and then opinions. Uh, I'll talk about a bit about the filming, yeah. and then some themes and interpretations, and then we'll get to opinions. Sounds great. And then there's yeah. their facts, fun facts, sad facts, and all other facts. There are no facts because <laughs> I was just relying on our opinions. And and uh, and because this movie isn't about facts, it's all up to your interpretation. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck James. off, James. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, off. So Bergman wrote Persona in nine weeks while recovering from pneumonia, and much of his work was done was um, on fucking in hospital. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like he was recovering from this. Is this like? A bunch of this from fever dreams or something. Maybe. So with this project, he abandoned his practice of writing finished and comprehensive screenplays before photography, allowing the script to develop as production proceeded, which would be a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Um, What are we doing today, boss? Don't know. Yeah. Let's just go stand in front of the camera and see what fucking happens. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm dropping shit. Um, So in the screenplay, the story ends with the doctor announcing that Elizabeth had resumed... Speaking, reunited with her family and resumed acting. Alma, Mer- Mer- oh, fuck. Alma <laughs> remains on the island and plans to write Elizabeth a letter until she sees the Holocaust photo and abandons her plan. Later in the production, this was replaced by the blood drinking scene, Elizabeth being taught to say the word nothing and Alma leaving the island, which was also a really weird scene. That what the blood drinking? Yeah, mm. it's just... Is she a vampire? I don't know. I, I mean, I get kind of that one. I sort of get the symbolism with like how they're kind of the same person. Like yeah. she's consuming like her herself blood, which is like you know, you know, a, b- a big thing of like identity, I suppose. Life force. Like, yeah, exactly. But yeah. um, <laughs> they they doubled down on the on the Holocaust photo in the original script, so they even really better do. that I don't get it at all. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's not explained at all, and I don't like it. Um, So principal photography took place on the island of Faro, 
Um, it looked like a really nice island. Yeah, it Where, did. Where's Faro? Somewhere off Sweden, I guess. Oh, yeah. I presume. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> um, and they also shot at Bergman's property in Hamas. Um, Hamas, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hamas. <laughs> uh, shooting began on the 19th of July, 1965, and wrapped up by 15th of September. Um, Ullman described the initial Stockholm. Oh, so they were shooting in Stockholm. Also, it's not where you think at all. It's like north of the UK between Iceland and Norway. Oh. It's like quite far from Sweden. Interesting. What does that message on it say? Sorry, we have... No uh, no imagery here because it's uh. small. Yeah. Ullman um, described the initial Stockholm shoot as marred by awkward performances and unprepared direction. The crew opted to retreat to Faro, where Bergman found a house to shoot in. Faro's weather was ideal during shooting. The crew redid much of the footage filmed in Stockholm, recreating the summer house at Stockholm um, and using a Faro museum as a hospital. So Anderson said that she and Ullman agreed to play their parts as different sides of the same personality and they assumed that personality was Bergman's. The actress said they tried to balance each other in their performances. Bergman told his actresses not to ask him what each scene meant. Ullman believed that the... Because cinem- he didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Ullman believed that the cinematographer Sven Nyqvist was also not informed of the director's intentions and left to work intuitively. But to be fair, in saying that, his intuitiveliness was good. Yeah, there's it some was. really it's nice looking film. Really nice shot. Yeah. There's some weird fucking shit in this film. But it's a nice looking shot. But there is some really nice shots in this. Mm. And that this was one thing I did take. I was like, huh, this looks really good, but I'm very lost. Mm. <laughs> This is this is black and white. Well, after the age of black and white, isn't it? Oh, uh, it's in a transition period. Like okay, sixty six. Because I'm, but there wasn't much. Like he had like the Wizard of Oz and a couple other things, but it was super expensive. Yeah, but in the fifties and sixties, it's kind of transitionary that like it was standard practice for both. And so. also, they just didn't have a big budget. That, yeah, that's fair. I was going to say, I remember the apartment was 1960 and it was the last, like, best picture winner or something until Schindler's List to be in yeah. black and white. So I presume yeah. most of them were yeah. coming out. But, yeah, I suppose it was still much more expensive like, to yeah. do it in colour. So but that like makes in the sense. 60s, there were still a lot of films that were yeah. in yeah. black and white and it was still an acceptable, like, it wasn't a, like, a an, weird... An oddity. Yeah, it wasn't like a, 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 like a kind of, like, directional choice we're going to do this in black and white, like what Schindler's still List. Was it was just fairly standard. This movie's in black and white, and the general audience was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't a. I don't think it took anything. From yeah, it, it was no, still no, I don't like think so. Whereas either. moving into the seventies, if anything was shot in black and white, it's like, oh, this is strange. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like you can do color very easily now. Like, please, please do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So the screenplay called for a close-up of Alma with a strange resemblance to Elizabeth. On Faro, Bergman conceived a shot where Ullman and Anderson's faces merge into one. This was done by lighting what Bergman considered the unflattering side of each actress's face in different shots and combining the lightest, lighted sides. Um, the actresses were unaware of the effect until a screening and neither actress recognised herself in the resulting imagery, each, each assuming that the shot was of the other. It is a really well done transitionary shot. Yeah. Like 
And when it's like half and half, it's like, huh. That could be a person. Yeah, you've done really well there. It's yeah. very cool. So kudos to, uh, what was the cinematographer's name? Sven Nickvist. Well That's done. a very Swedish thing. I know, I like saying well it. Done. <laughs> Sven. It's two Vs in there. I like it. <laughs> um, so according to Professor Thomas Alessa, the film, quote, has been for film critics and scholars what climbing Everest is for mountaineers, the ultimate professional challenge. Besides Citizen Kane, it is probably the most written about film in the canon. End quote. <laughs> what I, I read that too. What what is in the canon like in the canon of all films? I think in like the canon of um like psychological dramas. I don't yeah. know. I can't help you there. No, that's it. I just read that sense and thought it was a really strange way to use canon. Mm. Anyway. Um crit- critic Peter Cowie wrote, quote, everyone. Sorry, everything one says about Persona may be contradicted. The opposite will also be true. Which is also true. Like an arty twat. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You took the words right out of my mouth, Jacob. I hate when people say shit like that. Um, So there's a variety of interpretations and themes running through the film, including identity and duality, psychology. I mean, Persona is Latin for mask. Um, gender and sexuality, art and theatre, and vampirism. Did they have an affair on the island cottage? I think they're the same person. Two women. Yeah. My interpretation of it is that they're the same person. And And, and then that gets around our crazy impressiveness at the healthcare because actually she never went to the hospital. She just took herself off to to an island. Yeah. And... Because there was some very, like, heavily implied, like, imagery. It was just like... Oh, 100%. And I was like, what's happening? Yeah, there was... It's like, are they having a lesbian there affair? Was a, there like, was a... What's going on? An amount of... Uh, definitely an amount yeah. of sexual tension there. Like, a lot. Yeah. There's one shot where they're, like, an inch away from each other, and I was like, they are definitely not going to kiss because it's 1966, but is it implied that that's what happens when it fades away? Yeah. Alma also leans in, like, really yeah. close to her a lot. Yeah. The... This movie was, like, one of the first movies to... Oh, well, like, one of the first well-known movies to really use close-up... Sh- like, a lot of close-up shots to really convey... Emotion. Meaning, I guess, ah. and emotion. Yeah, because, I mean, Elizabeth doesn't say anything, but you know exactly what she's thinking. Yeah, true. Or you think you know exactly mm. what she's thinking. <laughs> this movie's weird. Because you don't know anything for fact about this movie because mm. yeah. it's arty. What do you think... It, what do you think this movie is, James? Um, Fever dream. <laughs> oh, honestly, kinda. I mean, because from like I, this is one of those movies. Usually, when I'm not doing the report, I'll watch the movie and won't look up anything about it, except maybe minimum stuff. Yeah. This is one where I did read a bit about it afterwards because it was so weird. Um, and of all the interpretations and stuff, I, it's about insanity in a way. And yeah. I think, like, just what that can do to yourself. And, yeah, I kind of think they are the same person. Um, yeah. I think it's I think it's Alma going insane. Um, yeah. I think it's almost like she's trying to grapple with this side of herself that she can't really control and doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's kind of stemmed from the story she tells about the orgy and, yeah, that yeah. she's – it's. It's probably about like 
multiple person. I, I have no, I have no uh, knowledge on, <laughs> oh, on like, the conditions, but like like split or um, yeah. Yeah, 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 like that sort of thing as well. Maybe potentially. I, just, I had a moment like kind of like early on when they went to the island. I was like, have they left the hospital? Like, <laughs> is this just all in her head? Like, and they're still in the hospital. The hospital. Like, she's uh-huh. just like, speaking like, is it like the same person? I was like, is she just like? Actually, going oh, insane. Like that movie, um, and like she's just still laying. Like, do you about Elizabeth? Yeah, yeah, it's just her. Alma's like her kind of self trying to like treating in her brain. Oh yeah, and like she's just laying in that hospital bed, not saying anything, and the island and Alma are just all in her head. Yeah, and well, that this would make more happening. sense if the if Alma sleeps with her husband. Yeah, because then it's just like yeah, it's just a weird. And at the same, yeah, I, I, that's a good point well, that I like the Alma sleeping with her husband scene makes it more seem like it's Elizabeth's like brain, yeah. brain. But m- my thought was just initially when Alma's like, I've never been listened to, and now I've got the she's got the perfect person to listen to as someone that doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah. um, like it, it seems too perfect in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's his name? Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid, no, Ingmar. 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 He's dead, so we can't ask him. <laughs> Well, he just he left it up for interpretation. Yep. He'd been asked multiple times. And Can't go to like, his house and well, the audience wants. time to a chair like in James Bond and just get That's the answers out. It's going to say as opposed to all the other movies where we where the director is alive and we went to their house and asked them. I've never had this many questions. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> this was not the sort of movie I thought it was going yeah. into it. I've never been this lost in like what the fuck was going on <laughs> in yeah. anything. Oh, what a strange It's probably the one movie that I think I've been the most stumped with, like, I what the fuck was just, that? <laughs> yeah, I was... I think it's just arty, and it knows that it's arty and a bit pretentious, and you've just got a to bit. accept that. A lot. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Fair bit. The most. <laughs> the, most. <laughs> the most on the list. Yeah. Yes. Well, so far, but probably on the list. <laughs> yeah, we've got a w- couple of weird things to go. Do we? In yeah. fun, f- in so. in a fun fact that I'm going to throw in that mm. has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. After this episode, there are twelve movies left on this list. Oh my god! Three of which are from a very yeah. well-known trilogy, which yes. we'll be doing last. The Lord but of like, the Rings. Yes. <laughs> Revisited. Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. Oh my god! But like. That means we have four left. There are three left each. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. And lots of them are foreign language films. Yeah, yeah. Take a good pick each time. Yeah. Don't want to waste them. Yes. <laughs> That's okay, though. Well, I already know what two of mine are, so it's okay. Not unless we get there first. <laughs> well, what, uh, I mean, you can steal the one that I was originally going to do last week if you want. Oh, no, I don't mind. So, yeah. Um. Otherwise, do you have any other notes, I thoughts, don't. facts? My thought is just opinions. that you should watch this on double speed if you're going to watch it because it makes it more interesting. <laughs> and the subtitles go at a relatively good pace when yeah. you increase it. Yeah. You don't miss anything. Otherwise, and I'm everything like, is just a really long. Yeah. Yeah. A I mean, lot it's only an hour 20, so. A lot of when they when they... Like when they're not talking, feels really mm. drawn out. Like it all looks good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I I found myself being like, "Hurry up!" Well, I did I think one point five times speed, and there was still shots. I'm like, "Fuck, this is actually dragging." Yeah, and, out. I and I'm like, yeah. Uh, "Yeah, I was like, oh, this must be a really long, 
really early start. Like, I think it's really interesting though. Like this film literally has two people in it, and could be one. Yeah, it could be one. Was that? But there's like, that other but woman at the start, and there's and there's the husband. Okay, yeah. but but it's four. Yeah, really, yeah. for ninety yeah. percent of it, two people. Yeah, and or one. Like yeah. you know, you think about movies. Two actresses. That. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I don't know. Like you think about like Z for Zachariah, or even like Stowaway, where there's three or four cast members in the entire movie, and you see literally no one else. It's just like it can you can have movies like that that are really really engaging, or you can have movies like this that are just fucking weird. And you're also like, like where's everyone else? Still kind of engaging. I was was engaged. Yeah, Uh, it's not my favorite on the list, but it's certainly not my least favorite. It's definitely down near the bottom for me. I just don't. I was more engaged. You don't like the pretentiousness of it, do you? You don't like the (laughs) artiness. I was. I have nothing wrong with artiness because I. I don't know if either of you... I made some weird shit when we were in fucking uni. Right. So I have nothing wrong with artiness. Okay. But it was just odd. Like, I was engaged. But you also just had things in there that meant Yeah, nothing. but at the same time, I was like, I don't fucking care. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where... I'm sure it has a meaning. They spent enough time yeah. on it. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, it was just sort of like, Why? A lot of just why. If you, if if any listeners that have seen this movie and know what the relevance of the the, the picture of the kid in Warsaw, each, I'm just like gonna say, please, it's on the photograph, don't they? Yeah, and they spend a long time on it. But yeah, if anyone knows, please email in watchagainpod@gmail.com. And masks are just like a general motif throughout the whole thing. I think. I suppose, but it's still, it seems like it has to be deeper than that for how long mm. we're spent on it. I don't know. I don't know. Should we ask if we watch it again? Are we up to that? Well, I can tell you right now that the answer for me is definitely no. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I quite I second fair. that. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm no as well. Watching it last night, I said, like I sent Luz a message and I was like, this movie is really fucking weird, but it's over. And I was like talking like, th- to her throughout and I was like, it's over. And she was like, oh, you know, I have to wait to see what everyone else says. And I was like, I can guarantee you it'll be a 0% watch it again. You are <laughs> so there you go, Luce, I was right. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to give it too much shit because it was, it was weird and interesting, but, yeah, I wouldn't want – at weird, the same time, there's the, no chance I would watch it again. But in saying that, I recommend just go and watch this film. No, don't. <laughs> if you want to see some weird, arty, Swedish shit from the 60s, just do it. <laughs> Just take the dive and just... You're really selling it, Jacob. Watch weird it. Weird arty shit from the 60s. That's weird arty, in Swedish. Weird arty Swedish shit from the 60s. It's, it's only an hour 20. Yeah, it's and brief. as Jacob said, watch it on, what did you say, one and a half? One and a half, can't watch it at two. Yeah, so it takes you under an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, know, you, got, you got, you know, 40 minutes to kill, we'll fucking go for it. <laughs> if you want to have an hour of weird Swedish shit, this, this movie is at the top. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, okay. So James... Uh, what do you got? Yes. What did, what did, um, your, what did Hummus Senior say? So, you know, on the, in the Third Man episode where we were talking about the music throughout it and how yes. it was, how it was the, it was really popular at the time. And then we also listened to um, other songs, a, a different song by yeah. Lead Belly at the time, yeah. and we were all like, "Oh, what the hell? What the hell is yeah. this? We don't know." I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's like your dad's about to roast me. Yeah. Essentially, he was like, "Have you ever heard of Black Betty?" And I'm like, "Yes, I have." And he's like, "Lead Belly wrote." Bl- 
perform Black Betty for the first time. Like, what? And I realised the Black Betty that I know and that we probably all know, like the heavy rock one, is yeah. not the original at all. Wow. What's the original? I'll, I'll get it up. Hold on. If, if you guys can. Sorry. I'm, my brain is just <laughs> even more confused than when watching the movie. <laughs> what was the third man even about? Was it good? Murder. Um, oh. Yeah, it was a, an Austrian um, post-war murder mystery thing with cool. Orson Welles. Kind of boring. Oh. No, I, di- I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. It was just kind of boring. <laughs> and especially because we've done a lot of like kind of mystery, thrillery things from that yeah. time period. Yeah, like done this is kind of the shit one for, of yeah. like the ones we've done leading up to it. Okay. It would have yeah. been good to do this one like before. Like Rear Window and everything. Yeah, like other ones we oh, watched before. Yeah. Like it was kind of like the shitty precursor to them all. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, now we've seen where the genre went. But yeah, damn it. Okay, we're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready for some music. I like music time on this podcast now. Let's go. I Oh, hang on. I'll turn you up. When is this from? I can see how they just built on this. It's yeah. great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Like, because that, you know. Yeah, that's my uh, write-in message for, for the week. What about, and then, yeah. Then oh, and he also have... completely roasted me for not knowing who Trevor Howard was on like, that episode. That turns into yeah, a, that's yeah. the Spider-Man one that everyone knows. Like, or the, I, I think everyone knows at least. So different, <laughs> but then at the same time you can hear that the influence, like, but like that original, like leading up to it, it's the same. Yeah, it's just, just a lot more electric guitar. <laughs> but not only electric guitar is like added in. Yeah, yeah. But like that underlying tone is what's there. It's just sped up. Yeah, definitely. This was my mum's first. Um, so when she first got. Like her first mobile phone, this was her ringtone. <laughs> and it was great. I'm sure it was plenty of people's ringtones. <laughs> what are you it's listening to? There's a third version. I'm sure there's plenty of From Ram Jam. And it looks a lot older. Actually, this was it. I think. Oh, no, no, no. No, nah, it was surely the other one. I've never heard this one. Sounds interesting. <laughs> Just look at the video that's going with it. Incredible. It was more like, I don't know, maybe 70s, 60s? I think it's 77. Maybe we're just a music podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> so, there we go. That's um That's the three joke. different versions of Black Betty in, uh, <laughs> of that song. Probably got some... On. Racist undertones or something, I don't know. Bet you didn't think we were going on that Yeah, I bet you never saw that coming, did you, <laughs> listeners? The, the hey? Persona episode. Yeah, we've gone to Black Betty Music Talk. I love it. So in that case... The middle one's that last one. That's my favourite. <laughs> yeah. It's not as heavy rock, but it's definitely a lot more exciting than the original. Yeah. 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 There you go. I would listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to it on the way home. <laughs> I've just created a branch. (laughs) 
James is like, yes, music time. I can finally shine. <laughs> can start our second podcast yeah. here and again. <gasps> here and again. Listen again or hear it again? Yeah. Listen, I reckon listen again. Listen, but you need like listen to it again or, or listen again because you can't put the it in yeah. the three words. Yeah. Listen again, not listen again. <laughs> anyway, um, Kat, do you want to lead us into the next little bit thing that yeah. we do? Yeah, so we <laughs> Segment are time. segueing our way into <laughs> what we've been watching and what we're excited for. Yes, well done. Yeah, because it was your week. Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, because we only recorded a few days ago, I haven't watched much. That's fair. When did we record um, last week? Wednesday. It's been a week. It's Tuesday. It's a week. That's six not a week. It's That's one day short. Days. If she had another day, she would have watched seven whole movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, um, No, I started watching Shameless. And? It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Shameless. Rings a bell, but I don't know it's what it's about. It's so good. It's just like, I think there's like 11 seasons or something of it. And it's just about this dysfunctional family. And the mum's left. The dad's a drug. The dad's played by... Um, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Macy. Someone Macy. Um, I know exactly what he looks like. H. Macy. Some, I don't know. Anyway. Mm. Um, and I know none, none of the other actors in it, but it's great. And it's just like... There's like six kids, and it's just about what they get up to. Has that and got the guy from that's Hamish in the Hunger Games? Am I thinking of something else? Just n- oh, no, you're Woody Harrelson. This is not yeah. Woody Harrelson. No. No, no, never mind. I don't know why. I just like, how do you also? How do you refer to as Woody? How do you refer I, to Woody Harrelson? I couldn't think of his as name. The guy at the from time. the Hunger Games, as Hamish. opposed to anything else he's ever been in. <laughs> it's the guy from I the just Hunger Games. Think. <laughs> With the weird, I can name think of his character name in that. So and just, someone's like, I don't know what the guy. <laughs> and the writer's like, it's Hamish, but I'm going to be pretentious. <laughs> what, what's it's your go-to Woody Harrelson movie? Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. No, I haven't seen it. Well, that's that's a good, yeah, yeah. So you delayed. So yeah, I know. I tried not to mental yeah. blank of what he's exactly. That's what I meant to me. Fuck you. He's also in Solo, a Star Wars story. And this is why. I am on the podcast because <laughs> I know the good movies Woody Harrelson's in. <laughs> He's in that really good one I watched a while ago, the, the, like the, the cops and the bandits and stuff. Anyway, Sorry, I derailed from um, – Oh, Shameless. Yeah, yes. Shameless. Go watch it. It's really good. Um, I got onto it from a guy at work and then found out one of our managers was watching it as well, so we just all had a chat about it's it. popular at your work. It's really okay. good. And because it's like fully wrapped up, you you just, it's a nice quite... little box. And yeah. it's like... How many seasons was it? Do you know? I think 11. Oh, it's Damn. And then each episode's like 50 minutes to oh, an hour. Oh, God. And how many episodes in a season? I think 12. Oh, God. Fucking hell, that's so a lot. So much television. <laughs> it's so good, though. Coming so, from so me so that good. finished Line of Duty six seasons in like a week, and so... how much Smallville have you watched? <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's really all I've been watching. Oh, I that's started fun. New Girl again as well because what that's also just great. Yeah. And I, I'm halfway through season two. Nice. Yeah, and um, that's me. Well, uh, you, you probably know what I watched because I told you want to go and Judy. watch it. No, I told you go and watch it in the chat and no one responded oh, to it. Oh, um, I, I forgot. Even see <laughs> I Academy did. Award winning Nomadland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm gonna watch you said that. No Man Land. Did I? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure he's talking about Nomadland. Obviously, with, my phone auto-corrected that. <laughs> with. Um, to a word that also isn't a word. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember her name. You can do this. She's out of three bo- billboards yeah. as well. Why is my brain like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
It's gone. That All I can picture is Woody Harrelson. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Like That's why it won Best Oscar. Uh, best Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what song. I mean. It's like Frances McDormand is Frances uh, McDormand, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was, I was hoping thinking, it would come to you eventually. But I, was I was just like, thinking oh. Kate McKinnon and I was like, that's no. so, so yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, it's just a really, <laughs> sw- like, it is a very sad film, but it's a really nice story and it's done in a really nice way and it's just, it's a really good film and I'm glad it won an award because it's just, like, I suppose, I know, it really highlights the struggles of people in America that lost, like, when the financial crisis happened in the, like, so I should say mid to late 2000s, a lot of America lost their jobs and a lot of them went out on the road to try and find work. And, like, you know, there was already a kind of, like, this nomad people, but it kind of grew when it kind of shows how they move around from place to place in different seasons to do different jobs and, you know, like, kind of, like, sort of like a gig economy sort of thing of how they get money and the struggles that they face and living in their vans and what happens if their van breaks or whatever and, like, then comparing that to, like, you know, Frances McDormand's sister, like, a, well, like, a character's sister has, you know, a successful life and a big house and lives in a community with all her friends and, like, you know, it's, like, mm. you know, the interactions between these sorts of people and the lot and it's done in, like, kind of, like, a document like kind of sort of like a documentary sort of way well, but like not three quite actual yeah like, nomads in it as themselves don't they like yeah but like the way it's shot it's kind of just like you're following this person's life it doesn't feel like a big hollywood like drama it's kind of just like you're just someone's just following around a real person and filming them that's uh, cool and it it makes it really like down to earth and like it gets you more engaged in the story because everyone that Frances McDormand's character runs into could be a real person. And it's done in a way that, like, you you, you believe that, like, her character is, without realising that, you know, it's Frances McDormand, the, like, the extremely famous, well-known, very good actress. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, if it was someone else that was an unknown, like, if, someone, if they cast an yeah. unknown in that role, it, everyone just could have been a real person. Because it's probably like I think there was two other actors that I recognised in the whole thing, mm. and everyone else could just be you know real people that they've you know, changed really their cool. names. Yeah, damn. And I highly and it's on Disney Plus, so like go watch it. Go watch it. Um, yeah, it's, it was really good. You so sold me. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm I, glad I've sold you because like it's definitely worth. I mean, I was already gonna it. Yeah. watch it, but you've just yeah. sol- solidified it in my mind. It's been on my list for a while because I'm. Mm. Um, our well, our friend Tyler that you yes. both know from uni, um, put um, made a list of like top ten films of that year, and that was yeah. number one. So I've had it on my list for ages, but just never got around to yeah, it. Yeah, no, so. I, I do recommend. And I'm gonna like there's a couple of things that have come out, sort of in the last year or so, that have kind of flown under the radar with all like COVID stuff. Like yeah. it's just mm. you know certain films that just like Tenet. No, I'm <laughs> like, I mean that was good, but like sort of like dramas and stuff, that then when it came to like when the Oscars came around like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, yeah. Like there was just movies that came out that just completely forgot about. And I was like, I don't really yeah. want to see that. So, yeah, that's me now trying to 
work through those and hopefully each week I can give you one or two that I've watched and excellent if you should watch it or not. Cool. Sounds good. That's what this segment is for. <laughs> yeah, definitely. James? Well, I also watched, um, well, what didn't win Best Picture, but it was uh, nominated a couple of years ago, back on my list of Oscars-y stuff, um, which is Marriage Story from oh, 2019, oh, yeah. Adam Driver and ScarJo. Um, it's good. It is. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. I um, just watched it last night. Um, it's a fucking heavy film. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. It Like, it didn't, it didn't feel too heavy in any single scene. I mean, the heaviest was like where they had the huge argument, mm-hmm. but um, at the end, I was like, "Oh, like that that hit me pretty pretty hard." Yeah. And it's like I kind of like knew that it wasn't going to have a happy ending, but my brain still like from watching so many movies, like, no, it's going to. I'm like, oh no, it doesn't. Like it up, it like head like it goes up a bit in yeah. like yeah um, mood at the end, but it's still definitely not a not a happy ending. But it's no. very. It feels very, very real. Like it's a type of plot that is that's that isn't so like Hollywooded and like oh, it has to be this big and, and bigger I, and bigger. Yeah. Can I tell you a fun fact, please? It's actually not a fun fact. It's a really fucking depressing fact. Oh yeah. So oh. No marriage can ever have a happy ending. Because you either get dies. divorced or die. It's really. A, I mean, <laughs> it's a it sad is a fact, fact, but like, yeah, you yeah, can okay. die happy. It's not a happy ending to the marriage, though. What if you both die at the same time? What about the rest of your family? It's not a happy ending. <laughs> was it, to wasn't the kind ending. of depressed fact I was... I'm, I'm not too depressed after hearing that people die, so... Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, that grim fact for anyone that's married out there, it <laughs> never end well for you. Yeah, no, this one did not end well. But, yeah, I I really enjoyed it, and um, both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver have amazing performances. Oh, they're so, so good. Like... I actually had a couple of Marvel boys and girls out there doing the thing. Well, Disney, I should say. Yeah. It's funny though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have anything against either of the actors before, but I had never actually seen anything that I loved either of them in. Have um, you ever watched Girls? No, I haven't. Adam Driver's in that, which was one of his like first roles. Okay. Um, and it's a series, but I think he's in it from like the first episode, and he's excellent in that. I hadn't really seen him in anything until Star Wars. I didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, really? Star Wars was my yeah. first. And then, and then I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, Because he was in a movie with Daniel Radcliffe. Um, oh, um, yes. Uh, yeah. The F word. Yeah. And then... I talked about that a while ago. This came he, out, yeah. and this is the only movie I've seen him in that is not Star Wars. So I've seen him in four films. <laughs> and I like him in one, which is this one. <laughs> I also was shocked was shocked oh. to learn afterwards that he's older than, than Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, how, he's like... Deceptively old. He's like thirty-seven, but yeah. because of Star Wars, I think of him as like twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think of him as, I think of him as the same age as us. Because <laughs> of Star Wars, it's yeah. like your character's meant to be like, you know, nineteen. <laughs> it's the Harrison Ford effect all over again, where Han Solo in the first Star Wars is twenty-one, but Harrison Ford's like thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, that's... Well, my mind's melting. <laughs> In, 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 in the first Star Wars film, Cat, oh. Luke Skywalker is no, meant to I be understand. nineteen. I understand Harrison, that. Han Solo is meant to be twenty-one, but the actors are like late twenties and early thirties, respect. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to the new ones, it's just they look yeah. a lot older than what they're meant to be. It's just Hollywood for you, isn't it? I'd be cast as a fucking twelve-year-old <laughs> or something. We would literally be high schoolers in Hollywood. Yeah, that's. 
depressing. Like, there are movies out there from maybe like 10, 15 years ago where the actors are meant to be 10 years younger than we are now and are five years older than what we are now. Oh, man. Because they're 30 and they're meant to be, I'm 15. Look at my defined abs and my yeah. fucking wrinkles yeah. on my face. Shave our beards off and we're, we're cast as 15-year-olds. The, perf- the perfect example is Smallville. Yeah. Season one of that, they're meant to be 14. Tom Welling was 20 and built like a fucking freight train. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like we spend four years of you through – we get to season four and you have your high school graduation. (laughs) We are now 18. The actor is like 24. You're 25 now and it's like what the fuck is going on? You all looked – like you all looked like, you know, this this could have started when you finished school and you would have been more, somewhat more age-appropriate. But it's like, how the fuck are you 14? It's like, it's year, it's year nine. We're starting high school. Yay. It's like, bruh, you finished high school years ago. <laughs> this, okay, I know you guys don't like Riverdale, but this is one good thing that Riverdale did. They jumped forward seven years in this season, so the actors are actually the ages that they portray <laughs> yes, on screen. Yes. But they haven't aged since... The seven years earlier in the previous yeah, season. Yeah, but that's just because it's Riverdale and everyone has an eight-pack and... Which is why, like, yeah. if you look at, like, Stranger Things, cast kids that are the age of the characters they're meant to be fucking playing. Yep. Like, I mean, well, some of them aren't, but, like, the main kids in Stranger Things, one eight, one of them is the correct age. I mean, like, two of them are, like, two years older. But that's fine. But it's fine. And then you have, like... The ones that are like Steve and stuff that are meant to be like 18, 19, and they actually like are. So it's like in the first season, so I was like, this is okay. Yeah. That's how old they are. And it's like, I feel like more and more now, Hollywood's just like, actually, let's cast a 15 year old as a 15 year old rather than a 25 year old as a 15 year old because. No one wants to see a 25 year old yeah. playing a 15 year old. At the same time, it just takes you out of it. In the yeah. reverse, I could have seen, I could have. If you told me Steve's actor was in his late twenties, I I could yeah. believe you. Well, it's like fucking um, what do you call it? Hannah Montana? Perfect. I'm sorry, this is a weird <laughs> tangent, but it's, a good it's the perfect example that like at the time, the dude that was playing the brother was like 35. <laughs> yeah, and he was meant to be like 17. Yeah, that's and true. I mean to be fair. He didn't look that old. No. But it was really fucking weird. And when you get into, tw- like, 10 years is a lot of these things. When you get into 20 years over, yeah. it's getting weird. It's getting real weird. But it's just like... It's got to have a real baby face. Yeah. And, I mean, at least now, like, a lot more things are, you know, like, just cast them the right age and yeah. everything's okay. It's a good trend. And it's also, like, it gives, like, those actors, like, a chance to kind of prove themselves Rather than having to At wait the age of like 16, 17, rather than like... Having to wait till your late 20s yeah. to act and had to do a shit job for your whole yeah. early 20s. It's like, if the new Spider-Man film, if that fucker's in high school again, I'm done. <laughs> he's walking out of the cinema. Like, surely not. Surely. He's, the, he's like, what, three weeks older or three weeks younger than me? Either, so I can't remember which way it is. He also looks younger than you. Oh, yeah, he looks a lot younger than I do. But he does not look like he's still, like, high school age. No. I mean, in the first one, it, you could kind of get away with it. Because I think he was, like, 18 or something when the first one came out. I think he was meant to be, like, 16. Yeah. So it was all right. And then the second one with the whole, like, again, yeah, it was like, oh, well, he got – he did age. But it was like, oh, well, he got, like, you know, vaporised for five years. But, like, 
yeah, I don't know. But at least a lot of the other actors in that film are age appropriate, so yeah. it's fine. Laura, um, the Aussie Perrier. chick. No, no, she's like thirty. Who? Which one's she play? Um, the love interest in the first movie, not Zendaya. The other chick. Really? Yeah, she's like thirty. I think she had her thirtieth birthday the other day because I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. But she wasn't thirty at the time then. No, she would have been like twenty-eight. That movie was more than two years. Yeah, you realise that, right? That, right. Fuck. When did Spider Man come out? Is it? What are we calling Spider Man? Fucking Homecoming. The twenty. Two thousand and seventeen. Four, four years, years ago. ago. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Cats, I'm having a fucking meltdown, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the fucking name? Where is she? Persona's really done a number on you. <laughs> oh, guys. This is not good. Yeah, she's 31. Yeah, 1990. So she was 27 in that film. Yeah. And she Playing was... Playing a 16-year-old. Yeah. Like, See, like, fuck you. But then, like, at the same time, Tom Holland was... He was 21 playing a 16-year-old. <laughs> if you're still listening to this, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is fucking <laughs> so off topic. All right, anyway, um, James, have you watched anything else or... No, nah, just managed me. Cat... I'm I feel done. like people are enjoying out this like raging against fucking people because I know I'm not the only one, or we're not the only ones that hate it when people are ten years older than what they're fucking meant to be. Yeah. Just imagine if we mm. were the only ones in the world that had that issue. <laughs> be a bit weird. Would be very strange that we found each other <laughs> <laughs> out of seven and a half billion people. It'd be really fucking weird. Okay, we need to. End Please this. wrap it up. So. Um, if you hate us, please let us know after that. Um, otherwise, thank you, James's dad, for writing in. If you have any other thoughts on... If you have thoughts on people's ages in films, please let us know. Or if you have thoughts, please let yeah. us know. If you have thoughts on James's performance on this podcast, I would love to hear them. <laughs> or just embarrassing... I really you or, or if you have an embarrassing story about his childhood that you would like me to read out... On the podcast, just email... Dad, I swear to God. <laughs> watch it again, pod at gmail.com because James won't see it and he'll never know what you say to me. I can give you the login details. <laughs> <laughs> so um, otherwise, thank you everyone so much for listening. Um, we will be back next week. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. And I'm James. And we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.